The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you might be listening to this episode and may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So as always, if you are new to the sexy cool lounge flavor, I do advise that you go back and check out any one of our episodes between one and 81, with this being episode number 82. We've had some inspiring guests come through the studio and we've talked about some motivating and just empowering topics. And I'm sure that there's something in our catalog that would fuel your soul. So you can check us out at www.sexycoollounge.com. You can find the podcast on any one of your favorite podcast platforms. And if you're on social media, Instagram, give us a follow at Sexy Cool Lounge. And you guys know that you can always find me on Facebook, right? Give me a, give me a friend request and I'll definitely friend request you back. So this is a special episode, all right? Um, this is my birthday episode. I am 56 as we speak, y'all, January 4th. And I wanted to take a minute on this episode and just kind of highlight some of the behind the scenes that go on with Sexy Cool Lounge Podcast. My guest today is a really cool friend of mine, but he is also the editor of the Sexy Cool Lounge. He is the one that puts everything together and gives it that flavor, all right? And the reason I wanted to have him on was he's doing some really powerful and inspiring, inspiring things on his own, right? But he's also seen the show grow, right? And we all know that our journey is about growing. And as much as you guys have seen me grow and we've grown together, I felt like it was time to bring someone else into the mix who has seen this from the outside in, but also from the inside out because he is the editor. He is the one that every single episode, he has put it together, the music, the content, and the exit music, right? And I just wanted to get his point of view on how he has seen the growth of Sexy Cool Lounge and me as a podcaster, all right? Um, and then we're going to really talk about a lot of things that he has going on. He wears so many different hats that it's truly an inspiring story. And I want to share that with you. And I want to share him with you. So bring in my guest. He is a podcaster. He is also a co-owner of Sound Machine FM. He is also the president of Pipe Bomb Productions. Please give it up warm listening ear and a nice welcome from my buddy ricky lit Kowinch. did i pronounce that right brother lit Winkowitz. it's okay there you go man it's one of those really long words everybody but i apologize about that but mr ricky how are you doing today brother i am doing great and mr jimmy happy birthday thank you sir thank you very much man 56 who would have thought man listen you are only as old as you feel and if you go by George Carlin's method, you add the numbers together and you are only 11. <laughs> At least we didn't do this in dog years, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, forget that. 
I, 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 I would be ancient <laughs> myself. Nah, but I'm feeling cool, man. Uh, I feel great. And, uh, you know, it's good to uh, be able to see another year, man. So I have no complaints and uh, life is life is really good, man. But thank you for coming on to the show, brother. Thank You're you. You're very man. welcome. Anytime. So uh, before we get started with anything and everything, right, you know how this runs because you do the editing of the show. Yes, so I do. You are not immune to the question uh, at hand. So we're going to start it out first. Like, Mr. Ricky, what does sexy cool mean to you? Oh, the question I've wanted to answer for a long time. Sexy cool. I use this word a lot. Prosthetic. Don't be anything prosthetic. Be yourself. Don't try to cater to yourself for anybody else because then you're being that word prosthetic. Prosthetic means fake for those out there in the land that don't know what it is. SAT words really run well with me. If somebody is going to like you for who you are, then you have already achieved your daily goal. If you try to pretend to be somebody and they like you for that and not your true self, then you've, again, just done something fake and you've put yourself a little bit further back in the packing order. Be real. Be yourself. Have people like you for you and something that you're not. Have someone like you for you and something that you're not. I really appreciate that, brother. And the beautiful thing is, is that I can ask that question a million times and I will never get the same answer twice. And believe me, I've heard it many a time. And the answers that I've gotten, I've agreed with all of them. Absolutely, because it is in the eye of the beholder. And that is what the true authenticity is all about, man. The genuineness within yourself. And that is what Sexy Cool is all about. It is radiating your vibe out into the universe for everyone else to see. And thank you so much for sharing uh, your perspective on it, as well as your positive energy on being on the show today. Thank you. You're welcome. So first things first is uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about how you have seen uh, Sexy Cool Lounge grow from the behind the scenes uh, standpoint. I think it's beneficial to uh, allow the listeners to just see it from a different perspective. They hear the finished product but just from a growth standpoint, you know, what what are what have you seen uh, over, let's just say, like the last year, year and a half of Sexy Cool Lounge? First, I, I like to say that 81 episodes in, the growth of the show has been phenomenal. The topics on the show get better and better. The guests, even if you have a guest on a second or third time, the guests are, are, are they already have the Sexy Cool Lounge vibe. <laughs> That's for one. And to be able to start off kind of timid in the, in the beginning, because you're still trying to feel your way out through, okay, what am I doing for this episode? What am I going to say through the episode? Like it, that, that timidness is gone. Yeah. Like it's more free flowing. Uh, I love the fact that you, you bring a little bit of the personal into it and it, fits what the topic is and being the fact now i believe you're 50 something countries in 60 something uh, countries in uh, we are 50 i'm 56 in age and we are 56 countries uh with downloaded episodes brother but that's the that's also the the, the bigger thing it's it does listen growth doesn't come in a day yeah it comes over a period of time and the more that you are able to get into the prep for a show 
the more that you get to give the energy for the show. You know, it brings there's a lot of different elements to it. And Sexy Cool Lounge has grown tremendously from the like, let's say, first 10 episodes. Mm -hmm. You're now 71 episodes in after that. And the show is a lot more natural than it was in the beginning. The training wheels were off after the 10 episodes and you just you're running with it. So it, it, hopefully we get more than the 56 that yeah. we have now. Go because uh, I mean, it's it, Sexy Cool Lounge has been a very, very unique show for me to to sit down and listen to and edit. And even some of the stuff that I hear before the episode is even thrown out and the rest of the world gets to see it. There is inspirational stuff to it which kind of gets me through a day or a day or two, you know, and then I'll go back and I'll listen to it again, or I'll, I'll just write down a note that I could put on my, on my desk to get me going. So there is a lot of inspirational through it. Wow. Thank you very much, brother. I never knew um, with as much stuff as you have going on and all of the other things um, that you're tied into that something would be able to inspire you as like a, a nugget from um, my show. So thank you for that, man. That, that inspires me to continue on doing um, what I'm doing in the way that I'm doing it. So thank you, brother, man. I, I really, I really appreciate that. You're welcome. So as we were talking about um, all of the different hats that you wear, so you are founder of, of, Sound Machine, and the president of Pipe Bomb Productions. So within all of that, I know that there are some other tentacles that you have your hands and energy involved in. Could you just kind of share your journey and how you came to be with all of the things that you're doing and doing very well, um, I might add, and just kind of just, you know, bring us up to speed on your journey and just how you got to be where you are today with all of the things that you got going on, brother? Well, I'm going to kind of, uh, I'll twist it a little bit more than what I originally had it planned in my head. Okay. I think the man upstairs said you need to change a career because if it weren't for me getting hurt on the job, I don't think any of this would have been possible, to be honest. Uh, it were it was things that I was thinking about while I had a regular everyday 40 hour a week job and never really had the time to construct or time manage to be able to do a regular job plus because there was a lot of ideas in my mind and this mind is just at a lot of points just doesn't turn off but after I hurt my back and I'm sitting home and I'm staring at the wall. It was kind of like the light went off now while all of that other stuff needs to be figured out. Like I could start to create and produce and go through with some of the ideas that I've had. I think uh, with doing a lot of the artwork that I've done kind of started that. And uh, it was like, okay, you know, everybody had said to me, you really should do a show. You really should just go on for about like an hour or two and go on and entertain people because everybody's been talking about it since 2011. And I was like, you know, maybe this is that time to start getting everything together. Uh, we did start a show. 
it was me, uh, a former friend of mine, and a third party. And we called it Pain Train Pipe Bomb, where we would go out and find the meticulous people of the world and talk about the stupid things that they do or did or different ideas that were out there that were just things that were based on like a comedy bit. And we did that. And we started that in 2017. And uh, that grew into doing a uh, music podcast, Pipe Bomb Metallic. That also started uh, me doing a sports show, Arch Rivals Football. And then another event had kind of happened, which I thought was just, it was just out of the blue. Like, I, I, everybody's like, oh, you should really do a sports show. And we did the football show. And then Fox Sports came along. And I did that for about a month. And I was like, you know what? There's nothing coming out of this. So I stopped. And I took a month break, still doing all of the other projects. And I started a radio show and here we are three and a half years later after that. Wow. That was, that was, that was pretty much the, uh, the, the, the crown jewel of it all was to be able to do a show where you're not set to rules. Like I had talked about prosthetic before, like mm-hmm. reading a teleprompter and being told what to say, how to say it, what music to play. Like that was, I, I think that was the part just being more original than anything else. Yeah. And being from New York, shout out to all my people in New York. Um, it just became that we were able to do things with a New York attitude a little bit. We weren't put behind bars. We weren't like chained down to anything. And we were giving everything that original attitude, the original style. And it's still ongoing today no matter what project it is that we're doing um whether it would be artwork or it's doing recording of shows or doing live shows like everything is fully original there's not anything that we've taken an idea from some other show or we've put a different feel into it because we're trying to cater to a market like if again if you like what we do we make you laugh we entertain you then anything in pipe bomb material is what you want. You need to pick me up. We're there to do that. And I think that's a lot of things that uh, you see today. Like a lot of it's censored. We're not censored. That's one of the original parts of it. Because then you're taking away from the actual product itself. If, if you censor it. Right. And sound machine kind of came along at the same time as when we started doing the comedy show. If it wasn't for uh, for a friend of Lynn's that found our show and sent it to her, I probably would have never met Lynn to begin with. Right. And and just so that everyone knows, Lynn Brunette is the other co-founder of Sound Machine FM, but she is also my mentor. So when I first got into podcasting, I connected with her and she has been my mentor. So the growth of me as a podcaster and the growth of Sexy Cool Lounge podcast and the brand Sexy Cool Lounge, I owe a, I owe a debt of gratitude to her and her vision and just her consistency with mentoring me from point A to point B and just helping me see beyond the forest and the trees. So shout out to Lynn Brunette on that. So um, you talked about the music, okay? And some of the bands that 
have come on and had conversations with you. And prior to us, you know, doing this episode, um, you were telling me that some of them and their music uh, continues to grow up the charts. And I just wanted to take a minute and just have you kind of like spotlight that and just tell us what is that, you know, how does that feel to you to know that people that you've talked to continue to grow within their own musical careers through your kind of like uh, avenue of conversation with them that seems to just be like touching gold, so to speak. First with, with the music, I got to say that being an independent radio show or having an independent radio station, right? Obviously you're not going to find us on a main dial. Well, you're not going to be on like 98.7 or 101.1 or anything else like that. The thing with doing the music and being an independent, whether you're again, like I mentioned, DJ or radio show or radio station, you do tend to interact more with the independent artists. The ones that haven't signed to a label yet, like a major label. They're, they've signed to a label to get their material out, recorded, uh, publicized, things like that. But when I sit down and I talk to an independent artist, I explain to them that we become a team when we work together. I'm not a fan of, oh, I'm just submitting my music, you play it, and then disappear. And I think a lot of artists don't understand that. If you have a team, for example, the one of the first bands we ever did is a band called Clay Soldiers. They are out of the UK. I have seen that band start during the global issue. I don't like to use the C word, sorry. Right. Um, I've seen them start from that period of time to what it is now. And they work together with us. They bring listeners to the show. They keep in contact with me to check anything that's going on. If there's not a show on, there's a reason why. And they keep in contact with me to, to find out what's going on. You have to be able to build a relationship with the artists in themselves. And the more that they stick together with what the ultimate goal is, the more that they're going to get seen, the more they're going to get heard. The more that if a post goes up on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, that that, sh that post is going to get shared out. And it's not going to get shared out by one person. It's going to get shared out by whoever listens to the show itself. So there's a lot of, a lot of networking that goes on with this. Uh, we have another band out of Sweden, uh, Pressure. I legit talk to the entire band every day. Same thing with Clay Soldiers. We just did a band in Slovenia. And I talk to them every other day. It's about building the relationship with the artists that's going to get them out there more. It's, it's, it's unpaid um, publicizing, advertising. You get out there and people see you because they don't maybe have that avenue of listening to you on Spotify or seeing you on Spotify or iHeart or Amazon. The internet is a great place as long as you can get the material out for people to see. And for over two years now, the bands that I've mentioned, we play a track on the show and people hear it. 
you play, you, you, you post their YouTube video on your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter, your TikTok, whatever people see it. And that's the main point of it because word of mouth can only get you so far when you're not on the internet, but when you're on the internet, it gives you that broader Avenue to get these people shown and to get a message to say, Hey dude, you know, we did the interview two weeks ago. We were like 36 on the list and now we're 15 two weeks after the show because we're in Sylvania. You're in the United States. You have a broader Avenue to get our music out. That's the main point. You're supporting people that support you. And that's a great thing. No, no matter who it is that you work with, because everybody is trying to accomplish or achieve that ultimate goal to be seen, to be heard, um, again, people in the music industry want to make, hit the mainstream. A lot of people are more humble when they get the mainstream because they've worked so hard and so long to get there. Right. So you have the, the, the music portion of the multiple hats that you wear, but then you also are president of pipe bomb productions, right? So you're, so you have that going on at the same time that the music radio stuff is going on and mm -hmm. then still doing sound machine. So let's, let's have everybody understand if you had to define sound machine and then you had to define pipe bomb productions, just so we don't get the two like blurred. How about we break it down? So as co-owner of sound machine, your responsibilities to that are what? the editing for a lot of the shows that we do, including sexy cool lounge. Right. Um, we have clients that we, uh, do all of their editing for, we do album arts or podcast art. If you choose to call it that, uh, a lot of the publishing that we do, the advertising that we do, getting everybody on all the different platforms. Uh, and then the, the more of like that radio side is, again, more of like the entertainment value. Mm -hmm. We give everybody a place to go to listen to music, not just of one genre. That's that, that was basically uh, one of the things that we had kind of decided on when we built sound machine, we will have shows on there. Um, as of right now, they're not slotted. They're in rotation. So it'll probably just, you got to pop on and just get that surprise. You know, like the, like in the cracker track box, you never know what you're going to hear when you walk, when you, when you tune into Sound Machine. And how can we find Sound Machine? So uh, I believe it's just www.soundmachine.fm. Uh, you can find it on Xeno FM as well. Uh, there's I, I, there's all sorts of different music on there. There's 50s music all the way up to today. Uh, we air the Pipe Bomb Radio Show on there. We air the Metallic on there. Um, I believe we're going to get Sexy Cool back on there once I get past the, the new year. Yep. And I can restructure how everything goes. Um, there's all different genres on there. Like there's oldies, there's pop, there's rock, there's a little bit of rap on there, there's R&B on there. Uh, we have classic 40s are on there, but it's everything's all in a rotation. So you're not getting the same thing every time a song changes. Right. I, I like having that music variety. The music variety is like it's in my phone. I have so, over a thousand tracks on my phone and I could be listening to UB 40 one minute and then stone temple pilots the next minute. Like there's a, 
it's it's like a total jukebox effect. Nice. So really what you could do is, is that you could just put sound machine on and just really go about your day and just have it like filtering in the background and you can just always have like a cool track playing. Mm -hmm. And even if it's something that you don't know or you're not familiar with, you might become familiar with it and be like, hey, that that's kind of a cool cool vibe right there. And next thing you know, you, you've tapped into something new musically that you never maybe would have tapped into because you're not getting just the same genre all the time. You're getting like a mixture of so many different things in a rotation on Sound Machine. And it's just a cool thing. Yeah, but because- I, I and, cool. Yeah, go ahead. And, and one of the other things is, is, again, like we've also added on the independent artists as well. Nice. So there may be a track that you you hear and you're like, hmm, who are they? I've never heard of them before. And that's what kind of triggers off like the uh, the offset of it. We don't just play all of the mainstream. We have the independence on there as well. And that makes Sound Machine so unique. Well, we definitely need to go check that out. Absolutely. Uh, we'll have that in the show notes um, as well as up on uh, sexycoollounge.com. So Definitely, we're going to give that some love and support and uh, check that out as well. So the Pipe Bomb Productions, that entity and that extension of the multiple hats you wear is what? Five shows throughout an entire week. Some multiple days, some like once or twice a week. It's it, it's it's being something, again, like I... I, I bring that prosthetic word up so much but it's a true feel like it has its own it has multiple vibes that it goes through it's the it's the stuff that people don't get to see like the creativeness if we put up a graphic for example if anybody were to see this graphic behind me right now they'd be like oh my god did you pay for that did you like jack that from the internet no i made that myself there are a lot of there are a lot of different things of creativity that a person can have throughout a day and sometimes sometimes just don't have that ability to put it out on paper or put it out on somebody's screen or or the internet for people to see it's just there there are things that happen that throughout our day now we have a big crew and our crew isn't all here in new york we have a, a host, Alex. He's in Texas. We have another host, Darnell. He's in Jacksonville, Florida. Another host, that would be Lars, all the way in Sweden. This is the, it's not just central based. This is global. To have so many people from so many different backgrounds and areas that contribute to a show and say, hey, we, we want to kind of like get this together. Let's go. We sit down, we talk about it, we put it together but we put our own spin on it. Right. Now people will hear pipe bomb and they're like, Oh my God, it's some type of terrorist act. No. Yeah, so, so let, let, let's talk about that for a minute. And, and, and the reason why I really want to talk about it is I feel similar in that respects, because sometimes if you hear the word sexy, cool, you immediately want to assume one thing when it's actually something totally different. And it's not until you really deep dive in the, understanding of what it is that you really get to, to, to enjoy the vibe of it. And I want to make sure that my listeners understand when they hear pipe bomb, what your 
true meaning of it is. So I'm glad that we kind of like ran into that. Uh, so, so talk to me about that for a second. Okay. So there are two definitions of pipe bomb. Obviously there's the destructional device that you see in a lot of terrorist acts or whatever. That is not the goal of what a pipe bomb would be. Pain train pipe bomb was the ability to be able to use an amendment freedom of speech. Now you have a mic in front of you. I have a mic right in front of me here. This is a pipe bomb. And the reason why it's a pipe bomb is because it gives us the ability to give our thoughts, to speak on an ideal, to be able to release whatever thoughts or tensions that you have going on at a moment. Verbal words, if spoken properly, are the best pipe bombs you'll ever have. Totally destroys the negative version of, of, of the pipe bomb. That's why it became part of the title of the production company or any of the shows that you see an entitled pipe bomb product, because we're here to use the mic in a positive fashion, not a negative fashion. Entertainment is one amazing thing. If you get the right person in front of this pipe bomb, that's the difference. A lot of people will say, oh, wow, it's, it's, it's pain train pipe bomb. Like, oh, it's some type of terrorist. No. Don't define the cover of the book until you read it. Hmm. Because you will be definitely surprised what you see on the inside cover of that. All of the creativity, all of the different points of view. Yeah, we argue, but we argue because we're sitting here entertaining somebody. We're giving our spin on something that nobody may ever think of or see it of in that way. That's why Pipe Bomb became like the institutional name for anything that I've created since 2016. And I think a lot of people are, yeah, they might be turned off by the name, but there's other elements to it that they just don't understand. But there, and and that's why I want to talk about it, and that's why one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show was they're turned off based on their interpretation of something that is not necessarily connected to what your meaning is. Mm -hmm. And the more that we can get it out to them to say, "Hey, no, this is really what it means," then it helps to shift their perspective. And I know that so well because I've had those conversations with people about Sexy Cool Lounge. They think it's a club or they think it's this or they think it's that until I'm in a position to help educate them about, nope, this is exactly what it means. And then they're like, oh, okay. Now the same word that two seconds ago you had such a negative connotation with, you're now able to have positive energy behind it and you're mm -hmm. doing the same thing with pipe bombs. And I love that about what you're doing, man. And that is the inspiring thing that I really want to tap into with you is that you're changing a connotation of a, of a particular word in energy and you're flipping it around to be something that's so much more individually, organically unique in itself and saying, no, the person who speaks into this pipe bomb, 
who has the positive energy and that authenticity is where everything generates from. It's exactly the point. Beautiful, man. That is that is epic and beautiful in itself. And I want you to just continue to keep getting that message out. And if there's anything else that I can do to help you get that message out, to change that connotation and continue to have entertainment and positive energy and good vibes only behind Pipe Bomb and Pipe Bomb Productions and all of the other things that you're doing, brother, you're more than welcome to come back here, hang out with me and vibe it out and just bring it, brother. Definitely. I, I, I will. I will. I just want to add on to a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. Today's society, day and age, people will see something and they just don't give it a chance. And I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand. I understand maybe society has gotten tight. Uh, they, they, they've gotten morals corrupted by a lot of things that other people hear or say. My message to that is just give everything a chance. Because if you're not giving it a chance, you may be passing by something that you might regret. Or you might say, oh, man, you know what? I missed out on that because I judged it by a name or I judged it by a picture. Or you assumed. Exactly. You right? got to be able to give everything a chance. Just because it has a twisted title, like you might think it might be perverted or just like terrorist or whatever. Like, don't don't trigger it or don't judge it just by what it says give everything a chance you may actually be surprised on what you see or what you hear and i think that's a lot of things that that happen these days you see pipe bomb or sexy cool and you're like oh that's perverted that's right. terrorist or whatever give it a <laughs> shot give i mean give it a shot you you may be surprised on what you get so it really it really brings home the um the verbiage of don't judge a book by its cover. Correct. And, and I know that we all have heard that. We've all heard it throughout our lifetime. Don't judge a book by its cover. And there are some of us, unfortunately, who continue to do that without even knowing what the content inside the book is. You look at the outside, either it's red or maybe it's a paperback or a hard and you automatically start judging and assuming just based on that. When you may enjoy the content once you open the book and start reading the chapters. And that's a beautiful and, thing, man. And I want you to keep keep pushing that out there, man. Keep pushing it's, it out it's, there. It's, it's a message that a lot of people just don't understand. It really is. And, and it kind of... In the way that we do creation, whether it's doing a live stream on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch, or it's getting audio out on Spotify, on Amazon, or any of the other platforms that shows go on, you're flipping through and you're like, ew, and you keep flipping and you find another one and you keep flipping. And finally, if it's just something that piques your interest, you go with that. And it really should be more of the selection of what it is that we take the time to put the hard work and effort into for people to listen to or see. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. I mean, that's that's the one thing as creators we we kind of uh, find the issue with. And and you, you kind of segue me into uh, the next thing I want to kind of just tap tap your brain about creators. You know, you and I are both podcasters. 
And I want to get your take on podcasting. What is it that you love about podcasting? I think it's all the people that I talk to. Because again, like when I had said it before, when it started out, it was just people here. It was close, immediate, like 10, 15 miles. Uh, people that were in Brooklyn that would get together and meet up. Then as that kind of like faded away because of schedules and everything else, you meet people when you do shows, especially if you live stream. You meet people from all walks of life, all different locations. And then they get that taste of what it is that you're doing. And they want to venture into it. They want to be able to sit down and create a product for not just being the, the, the fame and fortune of being in front of a camera or being in front of a microphone. They want to be able to do something. They're doing something creative. And again, that brought in people like Alex, who's again in Texas, Darnell, who's in Florida, Lars, who's in Sweden. Uh, I have a co-host in Mesa, Arizona, Misi. I have friends everywhere. That if I decided, hey, tomorrow I want to take a three-day vacation, I'm flying to Phoenix. Or I, I, I'm, I want to go someplace where I've never gone. I'll call the guys up from Clay Soldiers and be like, hey, I'm on a flight tomorrow. I know it's a long flight. Could you put me up for like a day or two so I can come and see the UK and come and hang out with my friends? Right. There are so many ways that you make more friendships or more networking with doing things like podcasting, having guests on, or again, doing the editing, because we're in constant communication with each other that it goes from, let's say, a business relationship to an actual friendship. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about podcasting and doing all of the different creating things that go on because you meet people from all walks of life. All walks of life. If you need an ear, they're going to be there for you. So you've gone from business relationship to friendship to building, even though it's not blood, a family. And that is what we are in the podcast community. It doesn't matter what your genre is. It doesn't matter what your, your, your niche is. We are all podcasters and we all support each other. We do. I, I can wholeheartedly say that as a podcaster i have gotten i've, I've got many different friends who di who do totally different shows but at the end of the day we're all podcasters and we're all part of a family absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely what would you say to the person that's listening who is intrigued by podcasting and feels like they have a voice on something okay how would you um inspire them to take that first step. You and I at some point took that first step. So we know what that first step is about. But for that person who hasn't taken that first step and is having that inkling of, of maybe wanting to dip their toes into podcasting, what would you say to them? Don't be afraid. Don't, don't be afraid because even though podcasting is huge, Again, like you said, there's so many different genres of shows, right? Don't be afraid to take the attempt. I, I personally will say that I've had quite a few friends that they bit the bullet like three, minute, three months in because they felt like, A, they weren't getting anywhere. 
or B, the product wasn't sounding right, or they didn't how had know how to really structure what it is that their idea was. This is this is the reason why maybe again the man upstairs said, "Hey, you have a brain on the on the shoulders. Yeah, it's covered with a hat, but you you know what it is or what it takes to get stuff done." I'm not afraid to be getting a message at three o'clock in the afternoon, five o'clock, seven o'clock, nine o'clock, whatever, to help somebody try to structure what it is that they're trying to do. It's not like I got into this game yesterday at like 430 in the afternoon. I've been around long enough to know what people like, what people like to see, what like people like to hear, how they want to hear it, where they want to hear it. There are people out there that you can you can legit just message and talk to and say, hey, this is what I got going on. I can't figure out how to do it. Which way do I go? That's the big thing. Researching online, again, it, it looking at stuff online, probably I've learned more than I would have if I've ever finished college. All of the stuff I've learned, I've sat there, I've read websites, I've watched YouTube, I've watched other streamers do. There's this great saying that my uncle always used to tell me, and it led up to doing what it was getting into doing shows, doing artwork, doing audio, and everything else. You could learn more with your eyes and your ears than you can with your hands. You can steal anything with your eyes and your ears more than you can with with your hands. Because the more you watch, the more you read, the more you learn. The more you will progress from starting off being like Sexy Cool, a little timid because you didn't know exactly how everything was going to work out in the beginning to what it is now. The more you learn, the further you'll go, the more you'll be comfortable with it. This is why people like myself and Lynn are around because we both have the experience to be able to get you out there, get you comfortable with doing a show. Like I mentioned mentioned earlier, that that unwritten book. Yes. You start off page one. Here's where all your ideas are. Okay, so you take a day or two, you run with your plans. Now you're writing the next page. And each day you take a step, it goes into that book. The book will never be finished, but each day you will be building on every page that you go. And that's how podcasting and any live stream goes. You do something one day, okay, you know what? I feel I want to change that. I'm changing the page and it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. I've 2023. I will be in this thing seven years. Beautiful, man. Most shows don't make it six months. Most shows don't make it a year because they become more timid as time comes along. Like they feel like they're making the effort and nothing's happening. That's not truly what podcasting is all about. Podcasting and live streaming is being able to put out material. If somebody finds it, cool. If somebody doesn't find it, guess what? It's there. Either they'll find it eventually or somebody else will find it and they'll share it to somebody else and somebody else and somebody else. And that's how it all grows. But you're also speaking your voice. Exactly. You, 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 within your own right, are soothing your own vibe because you are speaking your truth regardless of someone hears it or not. Someone will hear it. Someone will gravitate to it. 
but you have to become comfortable in speaking your own truth first and foremost, you know, but, and that's but, just one of the things that has really come across my way. But, but the yeah. other thing is, is again, like we, we talk about the book. Mm -hmm. Okay. There, you may not find somebody within five miles that likes what it is that you're using the proverbial pipe bomb for. But how do you know that somebody in Stockholm, Sweden may not come across it? They, they may not speak perfect English or whatever, but they, they, they find it and they follow it. Exactly. Or you may find somebody, for example, in the Philippines who listens to a lot of stuff out of country and they find it and they, they expand it out that way. This is it, it's not it's not a sprint to the finish line. Everything is always going to be a marathon because one day you may have five downloads. Three months from now, you may have 50 downloads like you got to give be able to give time to grow. We all give plants water and sunlight so that they can grow. That's the exact same thing what you do with podcasting. Absolutely. Brother, man, it has been a pleasure having you on the Sexy Cool Lounge, brother, for the very first time. Can you uh, share with my listeners, if anybody wants to reach out to you, brother, how can we find you? You know, what is a website, uh, email address, uh, social media? How do we stay in touch with you and how do we continue to support and follow all of the multiple hats that you have your hands dipped in? Well, you could find anything Pain Train Pipe Bomb on Facebook. Um, we have it at Pain Train Pipe Bomb or Brooklyn Pain Train, Brooklyn Pain Train Pipe Bomb. Um, YouTube at Pain Train Pipe Bomb. Uh, we're on Instagram at Pain Train Prez. On uh, Twitter at PT Production Com. Uh, any if you just search anything pain train pipe bomb or pain train pipe bomb productions you're going to find everything uh you're going to find the radio show you're going to find arch rivals football the radio show which is awesome on mixed cloud we're killing the charts there for uh pipe bomb radio nyc and again it's it's all over the place the radio show is in 91 countries nice so if you can't find me in one of those countries uh, you must be hiding under a rock. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, listen, there are all ways you can find me. All you do is you search. The email is easy. P is in Paul, T is in Tom, founder at gmail.com. I will get back to you as soon as I can because, again, like Jimmy said, I have many hats, head spinning like Beetlejuice, and I'm usually somewhere around. And if you guys uh, were not able to write any of that down, don't worry about it. It will be in the show notes, but it will also be up on the sexycoolhours.com website under his name as a previous guest. So uh, have no fear. You can definitely uh, be able to reach out to him. And for anyone that is thinking about getting into podcasting, brother, what is the best way for them to either reach out to you or to Len to get that motivating first baby step process going on? Go to sound. I think it's soundmachine.fm. We have the email address there. Lynn okay. usually is the correspondent for okay. all of the prelim stuff, and uh, she'll reach out to me, and we'll we'll figure it all out. Uh, the only thing I'm going to say is is this: if you want to get something done, don't delay. Be like, okay, I need like three weeks. I need a month. Let's get stuff together working on all of the prelim stuff, like whether it's podcast art, 
intro, outro, um, setups. I'm I'm phenomenal at the setups because the one thing I didn't get to mention was the low budget when I began to what I have now. Um, but there is no budget when it comes to podcasting because we can we can manipulate whatever it is that comes across is the best probable way to do it. It doesn't cost an arm and a leg to do podcasting. It does not. It does not. The most important thing is to start. You can start with a microphone and a tape recorder and you can create an episode. It is really that basic and simple when you um, break it down. Yes, it is. Do not overthink this family. Do not overthink this. If you feel like that you have a voice and you want to share it with the world, then it is your responsibility to yourself to get in front of a mic and just say what your thoughts are or get in front of that pipe bomb. Okay. Mm-hmm. And speak your truth. Very, very true. And you will grow from there. And those that gravitate around you will help you to grow and shine. Okay. So brother, it has been a pleasure having you on the sexy cool lounge. I really appreciate it. And thank you for uh, giving us time and energy on the birthday episode. <laughs> yes. Once again, happy birthday, my man. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate it. Um, and I want to just give a shout out and a dedication to uh, my hero, my dad, who uh, passed away in 2014. Man, um, what a ride, dad. My mom, my mama, you know, she's been on the show. Thank you. Thank you to Lynn. Thank you for being my podcast mentor. Man, it's been a ride and I look forward to everything in this new year. And I want to thank the Vibe Nation family, right? I always tell you guys, love yourself. Love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. And let's never forget, y'all, that even though we do not have as much as others, man, we still have more than others. So let's continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I'm Jimmy IV. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of this birthday episode. Mm. Now it's time for me to go get some of that German chocolate cake, and I will see you on the next episode.